What's going on everybody? John out here with you. It is Sunday, May 1st, 2022. How is everybody doing out there today? This is going to be a big show. I'm going to attempt to go over all eight series. All eight series will have separate video capsules, so they'll all be uploaded on YouTube. But this is going to be the introduction with a little bit of the first series. So what we're going to do is go over all eight series. I'm going to give you some stats, some things to look out for some uh, notes on the series and like when the first game is through all of them. We're going to try to just power through all this stuff. If there's anybody in the comment section or anything else, I will interact with you as we go along and just try to do the best we can with all this because we need more hockey coverage on ColorCast. It is a little bit sparse. So here we go. The Eastern Conference, we're going to start with the four series. And as far as I look at it, the beginning of it, the Eastern Conference, the overview of the entire landscape I think that there's a bloodbath incoming. So let's start with the first series. In the Atlantic, the number one seed, the Florida Panthers. They were 58-18-6 for 122 points against the second wild card in the Metropolitan Division, the Washington Capitals. 44-26-12, good for 100 points. It's Andrew Burnett versus Peter LaViolette. It's the President Cup, President's Trophy winners versus the 2018 Stanley Cup winners. Aaron Eckblad is looking to be available in the first round versus Ovechkin, Oshie, and Backstrom too. So here's the stats on centerpieces. We're going to do this all for all the series as well, but I'm going to give you a breakdown a little bit. So for Florida, Jonathan Huberdeau, 80 games played, 30 goals, 85 assists, 115 points. Alexander Barkov, 67 games played, 39 goals, 49 assists, 88 points. And... Just so you know, again, 82 games in the regular season. So some of these guys, especially for Barkov, might have missed a little bit of time. And then Alex Ovechkin, you're not really certain as far as his status because he got injured late with the hip and things like that. But imagine he always fights through injuries. He should be ready to go game one for Peter Laviolette's team. Another strong season for the ageless one, Alex Ovechkin. 77 games played, 50 goals, 40 assists, 90 points. So a 50-40-90 season once again for Ovechkin. Evgeny Kuznetsov, 79 games played, 24 goals, 54 assists, 78 points. Nicholas Backstrom, just 47 games played, 6 goals, 25 assists, 31 points. And TJ Oshie, same, been hampered by injuries and illnesses. 44 games played, 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points. Premium defense on the side between both of these teams. Aaron Ekblad, 57 points. Mackenzie Wieger, 44 points. They are one of the best shutdown pairings that we have in the NHL. And, oh, and keep in mind that the Florida Panthers are also one of the best goal-scoring teams in the NHL, the best in the league, and the President's Trophy winners and all that. But we will talk about some other stuff going forward. On the other side for the Washington Capitals, not too bad either. Because John Carlson is at 71 points. He's always one of the preeminent D-men that we have in the league. Dmitry Orlov, 35 points and a plus 25. Plus minus means when you're, on the, when you're on the ice, if you're giving up and you're a minus, you're a player that gives up a lot of goals and it's kind of going the other way. But plus 25 defense means 25 more goals than you allow. You're keeping the stem and tide of everything else in check. And I had to throw this in there just for laughs as well, but he's having a great season. Nick Jensen, former Detroit Red Wing, 21 points, a plus 32. Led the team for the Washington Capitals, and that's on your blue line on defense. So here's some other parts you want to talk about. Florida's other third liners. Sam Reinhart, and I'll put this in question mark, and I'll put all in the notes in there too, but in question mark, 78 games played, 33 goals, 49 assists, 82 points. Anthony Duclair, 74 games played, 31 goals, 27 assists, 58 points. Carter Verhege, 
78 games played, 34 goals, 31 assists, 55 points. Sam Bennett, 71 games played, 28 goals, 21 assists, 49 points. And rookie Antoine Lundell, 65 games played, 18 goals, 26 assists, and 44 points. So for everyone I just mentioned, that's why I had third liner in the notes in the question mark between Sam Reinhardt, Anthony Duclair, Carter Verhage, Sam Bennett, and even the rookie Anton Lundell. All the other guys before Lundell were all guys that would probably be, at this point in their production, on a first or second line. All these guys were signed in the offseason or within the last couple of years here for Florida to pretty much go ahead and sit on the third line. Nobody wanted any of these guys. And then you turn out to get 82 points, 58 points, 55 points, 49 points. This is all stuff when I think about the Red Wings or some of these other teams like Ottawa or maybe even some of the filler things for Boston or some depth and things like that. All of these guys right now with their production would be sitting on first and second lines of any other team in the league. And Florida was able to, I wouldn't necessarily say fleece, but under the radar, sign guys that fit into the rotation, and it's worked out very well for them. And simply on the other side for the Washington Capitals, I put it in this quotation of the sense of Washington needs others. It's not just Ovechkin, Backstrom, Kuznetsov. I put Tom Wilson in there as well. 78 games played, 24 goals, 28 assists, 52 points. Anthony Mantha, again, former Red Wing, that hasn't really worked out on both sides, and I would say even for... What's going on, man? I would say even for um, the rest of it, for the Red Wings and the Capitals, between Verona and Mantha, Mantha has been mostly injured. 37 games played, 9 goals, 14 assists, 23 points. Washington needs the others in this series to be able to step up. So that's going to be Michael Roffel, Nick Dowd, Anthony Mantha, Tom Wilson, all these other guys in the system there that can do something. I mean, Lars Eller, you can throw him in there. He's a really good second-line center that always wins a lot of face-off. But it's just the points production. Where are the goals going to come from? From the Washington Capitals. That's where it's going to make the most sense. And a couple other things we want to talk about before we close out this part of the capsule. And then I'll tell you who wins the series and give reasons for both. We're going to be doing that for all the series as well. So... For the Florida Panthers, it's pretty simple. Sergei Bobrovsky, 54 games played, 39-7-3 record with a 2.67 goals against and a 9.13 save percentage. Granted, that 2.67 and 9.13 has ballooned up a little bit in the wrong direction, but that just tells you how good Bobrovsky is. has been consistent all year. For his numbers to balloon up like that when he was closer to probably the 9.25 percentile in the low 220s area, it makes a lot of sense that this guy... Again, look, you're not going to be able to sustain it all year. Former Columbus Blue Jacket getting up there in age now, but he was one of those guys within the last few years that the Florida Panthers brought in to solidify their goaltending. And don't forget about the very high pick within the last couple of years in Spencer Knight. 32 games played, a 19-9-3 record, a 279 goals against, and a 908 save percentage. So he's going to be opposed by this. Again, Vitek Vanacek, he was one of the guys that was supposed to go to the Seattle Kraken, but Seattle and Washington were able to move out a deal where Washington threw them an extra pick just so they can get to the rebuilding process and get Vanacek back. And they needed Vanacek back because they really don't have goaltending. 42 games played, a 2.67 goals against, and a 9.08 save percentage. So that's just the start. I'm not talking about the backup. And Ilya Samsonov, who is the backup right now, 44 games played, a 3.02 goals against, and an 8.96 save percentage. That's very bleak for the Washington Capitals right now. So a couple other notes here. 
Florida and Washington are seven and six, respectively, in hits. We're talking about when I looked at the graphic yesterday in the 2000s range, so about you know 2500 to 2450, somewhere in that range, respectively. So both of these teams are going to lay the boom and throw the body. So who wins the series and give reasons for both? I'm mean, like I said, doing it for all of these. So let's talk about the Florida Panthers in a nutshell here. President's Trophy winners, again, you know, 122 points. They've dominated, just like the Colorado Avalanche have in the Western Conference, respectively. Everybody in the NHL, they've scored more goals than everybody. They've been able to play some strong defense. They've been able to have the depth scoring that you would need that would be envious of every other team in the league. And on the other side, for the Washington Capitals, it just remains the same as Alex Ovechkin. He's still that same jump start between 50 goals, 40 assists, and 90 points for Ovi in 77 games, like we've said. He's the engine that stirs the drink, and it's always been that way. When you get Ovechkin, especially in the power play, if he's sitting on that left face-off dot, and the pass comes over there from Backstrom or Kuznetsov, it's a one-timer, and it's probably going in the net, or someone's going to have to pay the price for blocking a shot and getting a few... Uh, bruises there <laughs> on the legs and kneecaps and everywhere else so it remains to be simple like this so if florida you talk about the president's trophy winners in the sense of that's a curse and it's happened to colorado within the last couple of years you spend all that energy and effort to try to pursue the best record you run out of gas when it comes into the postseason or you're one of those teams that's feeling the pressure as far as you've lived up to all this expectation in the regular season but when the lights shine the brightest you end up falling apart and look I'm not saying necessarily that that's going to happen to Florida, but I do think the Washington Capitals do present a unique challenge. And look, a lot's going to have to go for Washington right in this case for them to be able to overtake Florida. Because as we said, the secondary scoring is non-existent. But just like it was a few years ago, remember when Vegas first entered the league, the Washington Capitals, they won the Stanley Cup. It was the darlings of the NHL at the time, now turning to kind of Darth Vader here as far as the Vegas Golden Knights, but the Washington Capitals and Alex Ovechkin was finally able to find a way and get his first. Is that going to continue? Are they going to get some secondary scoring? Is the rest of the Washington Capitals going to be able to sustain that, you know, keep hold of that attack that the Panthers are just going to have unrelenting the entire time? Look, Nick Jensen is a plus 32 for a reason. I don't care about we can sit and laugh all this stuff on the second, third line defense. That's incredibly hard to do because Washington wasn't always healthy throughout the year. They've never been healthy throughout the year. Their goal scoring has kind of been hit and miss with some of their other top players that haven't been there. So when you have a back end plus minus of that high, obviously you're doing something right. For Washington to be able to win this series, it remains pretty simple here. Your stars still have to play like stars. There's got to be some depth scoring in that space. And to be honest with you, I think the biggest stem comes from Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov. You can't have save percentages in the sub-900s or below. You're going to get absolutely blown away in the Florida aspect of it. If Florida is ready to take that next step, they're going to be taking the 2018 Stanley Cup winner seriously and try to put this series away. Now, who's going to win this series and how long is it going to go for respect of the Washington Capitals, assuming again TJ Oshie and Alex Ovechkin isn't going to be completely on the mend and Nicholas Backstrom doesn't look all that slow. I look at the plus minus in the back end of it, it's got to stand for something. Florida should at least dispatch the Washington Capitals in six games. But I will tell you this, 
If Florida holds on to their sticks too tight, if they succumb to the pressure and they're feeling some of those things as far as, you know, winning the president's trophy and they take Washington a little too lightly, Washington is one of those teams that can knock them out, no problem. But I will, out of respect to the Capitals, I will give them a couple games. I will say this is a six-game series. Washington needs to come right out of the gate on road ice and try to steal that first game in order for the momentum to actually go their way. So the first game of the series is going to be Tuesday, May 3rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2.